0: everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I did want to give an amendment here to the podcast. I did not mention that Tyrion Davis Price, San Francisco 49ers running back, has a high ankle sprain. He will be out likely three to four weeks at least. This, of course, boosts Jordan Mason up the board. Again, just like with most San Francisco running backs, don't blow your bank. This is another guy that might be worth maybe 10 to 15% of your fab. Put a claim in for him, but do not claim too massive of a stake. I did want to include that here on the front side because I forgot to mention it during the podcast. Thanks again. Welcome back to the Injury Pro Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Edwin Porras, Doctor of Physical Therapy, Medical and Physical Therapist from Minnesota Twins, Sunday, to Mescan's. Gracias por tus oídos. Week two's in the books. Thank you so much for all the rates, the reviews, the tweets. I was teaching just this week. And one of you, maybe you're listening, was in the group of students who said they subscribed to my newsletter, physical therapy students. So that was cool. Every story like that is always really cool to be involved with. Hopefully your week two went well. Hopefully we are still holding on, as we've talked about before to, you know, Benjamin, to their shot whites of the world, to those high upside handcuffs in order to try to hit big. Hopefully you still have those handcuffs. Remember, we're going to hold on to them four to six weeks. We're still not quite there. Obviously, this is going to start to get a little more difficult, especially if you're 0-2, but the podcast will continue to try to help you take advantage of injury situations. Obviously, we don't wish for injury. We don't hope for injury. We wish every athlete the absolute best in the recovery. Injuries do happen, though, and that impacts fantasy football. We'll continue to talk about those situations right here on the Injury Prone Podcast. Continue to subscribe, to rate, to review. That stuff really does help, and I really appreciate when you all do that, especially if you are a day one, a ride or die. Those people, I really like to see those stories, so if you are a ride or die especially, I appreciate you already. So I will no longer bury the lead. Obviously, the injury news updates. Trey Lance... Fracture dislocated his ankle. It looks like he had a successful procedure. This doesn't look like it was as severe as Dak Prescott's injury. That's what the reports include, and that's what the reports say. So we hope Trey Lance, nothing but the best for 2023, but you can safely drop Trey Lance in every fantasy football format to pick up whatever piece you need, and hopefully it isn't quarterback. Hopefully you can continue to stream at quarterback again. If you want to stream, fantasypoints.com has an incredible streaming article go to fantasypoints.com, look there. There are a lot of other resources that are great for streaming as well, so please do not trade for a quarterback, especially in a single quarterback league. The next piece of news here is of course Jerry Judy. This one needs a little bit of explaining. It's got a little bit confusing. Jerry Judy went up to try to catch a ball. Defender landed on him. He landed on his chest, on his shoulder, the tip of his shoulder, sort of the front side of his shoulder. Isn't a really great angle but he did land awkwardly and initially jerry judy was ruled out with a shoulder in the post game during the presser a reporter asked nathaniel hackett about jerry judy's shoulder what happened was nathaniel hackett corrected them and said jerry judy was originally getting x-rays on his ribs which means the medical team was nervous or concerned for a rib specific injury since then since that happened Ian Rappaport has confirmed this is a chest slash sternum injury and Jerry Judy is considered day-to-day. This isn't as serious as it could have been. This could have been a three to five week injury, but it does seem like the Broncos are at least relatively optimistic about Jerry Judy's specific injury to his chest. So the thing about injuries, the hard part is to pin down what the severity is. Oftentimes we can know what category an injury is, but we might not know the exact severity. And that's exactly what we have here with Jerry Judy. It seems like the severity is low, but we can't ever really know. So I went back and looked at all the injury reports from 2020 and 2021. Shout out Matt Donnelly, who helped me collect a lot of this data. So this data is specific to skill players, pass catchers who had an isolated quote chest injury on the injury report and their outcomes. DJ Chark, he missed one game and it was on a short week. Justin Watson, he missed one game on a short week. Malcolm Perry, he missed one game. A.J. Brown, he missed three games, four weeks. Traquan Smith, he missed one game. It's a small sample, but it seems to be pretty encouraging. Even if this is a ribs injury, he's going to be playing through pain. He will be highly volatile, highly volatile in week three if he is active. This next guy, James Conner, unfortunately, picked up an ankle injury. Ian Rappaport has confirmed this was, quote, not considered serious, and it's a low Ankle sprain. This is something very similar to what DeAndre Swift was dealing with. It seems, though, that James Connors is more severe simply because he didn't go back into the game, but he was on the sideline. That can sometimes muddy things. It's not really common to see that, especially when guys are injured. You do see it every now and then, though. Uh, it seems like Connor is going to be ready to go, but you're going to have to monitor practice reports on this one. This is exactly why you hold on to Eno Benjamin. Even if James Conner's active, there is risk for re-injury. Hold on to Eno Benjamin right now. And, of course, the waiver wire special. Go get Daryl Williams. Don't blow your fab on Daryl Williams. Do not spend more than probably 10%, maybe 15% max on Daryl Williams. He's not going to be an elite winner. He's not going to have huge upside. But he, he could give you a serviceable week. Moving on to some Cowboys pass catchers. Dalton Schultz dealing with what is being called a PCL injury. His MRI was, quote, clean. It's really conflicting information because when you look at an MRI, you have no inflammation, no swelling, no trauma, no edema. That's a clean MRI. However, they still are calling it a PCL sprain. That could tell us that it's a grade one. That could tell us that it's relatively minor, which is great news. We love to hear that. However, it is slightly conflicting information. If it is a grade one, he could be back relatively quickly. There's a study done on 2,000-plus NCAA football prospects came in, they looked at their knee, they looked at how many had a history of a PCL sprain, they calculated the data. What they found was that during most events with a PCL sprain, players missed about 2.5 games on average. That standard deviation was 4.5, it was pretty wide. So that basically, they missed between 0 and 7 games, but the average was 2.5 games. So we could see Dalton Schultz miss... Between basically one and three weeks, that is realistic. A couple of skill players, a couple of comps who have had PCL sprains that didn't go on to become a bigger problem. 2015, Andre Ellington, he missed three games with his sprain. Eric Decker, he missed one game. So that one to three week mark is really what we're looking at with Dalton Schultz. When it comes to streaming a tight end, again, go to fantasypoints.com, go to the tight end streaming article, try to find a tight end you can stream. I don't recommend trading or giving up too much value for a tight end there are plenty of options out there this is a relatively light news week we really appreciate that we like that to stay up to date on gabriel davis to stay up to date on michael Pittman, mike evans make sure you check the show notes make sure you follow me on twitter at the injury doc make sure you sign up for the newsletter also in the show notes appreciate you good luck in week three